0: May 8th, 2020. That was one of the worst days of my life. That was the day my mom died. You know, that day started out like most days. You know, you're getting up, you're trying to get your day going, just seeing what the day is about. It was a Friday. I was off work, just trying to figure out what my day was going to be like. I knew I hadn't saw my mom in a couple of days. We had text and spoke on the phone the previous day. And I knew I needed to get by and check in on her, see how she was doing, <laughs> see if she wanted uh, any Sonic corn dogs or jalapeno poppers. Things are disgusting, <laughs> but you know, life gets in the way, you get busy, and then I get a call that evening. There's no one on another. There's no one on the other end. Just kind of mumbling. Some noises in the background. You really don't... Really didn't know what it was. I know my mom liked to sit in her chair and watch TV and fall asleep in her chair. So I chalked it up as she just butt dialed me. Although I will say, it was kind of an odd feeling afterward. That feeling was confirmed roughly... Seven to eight minutes later, when I got another call from her, still with nothing in the background, other than a very faint, and to this day, I believe I heard my name. But I couldn't really quite make that out, and so I wasn't really sure. Today, that's what I believe. So I got up and told my son, I was like, hey man, I'm going to go over and check on Nanny. See how she's doing. She's called me a couple times, not saying nothing. So just stay here, I'll be back. So there's nothing, all right? So I drive over, about a seven minute drive. Pull up out front, notice the front door is open. It's always open, screen door shut. It's dark in there like it always is. She likes to sit in the somewhat in the dark and enjoy her shows. So I go up to the door. I don't see her in her chair. It's pretty dark in there. So I'm looking through the screen. And there she was laying on the floor in front of the screen door. At this point, everything starts to go a hundred miles an hour. I rip the screen door open. I'm down on my knees. And for what felt like forever in that moment, I went from being a 42 year old man to a five year old boy sitting there holding his mom, scared. They know what to do. And I'm sure it was only a matter of five or six seconds, maybe 10 trying to, you know, get her to wake up, trying to get her attention. Then I snapped back. But for that 10 seconds, I was lost. I was a little 5-year-old boy who was scared. Scared to death of what had happened to his mom and did not know what to do. So I finally came back to my grown self and realized I need to I need to call 911. So that's what I did. I called 911. They were there, I guess, I I suppose promptly. Like I stated, time was flying by. In my mind, it took them forever, but I'm sure it didn't. Neighbor come out who was friends with my mom to kind of see what was going on. They get there, they're working on her. I'm pacing in the front yard, trying to give them space, not knowing what to do. I got to call family. I got to call my siblings. I got to call my dad, who happened to be out of town at the time, visiting my sister. I called whoever I could. They finally got her, quote unquote, stable. But there was a feeling in me that just I could not shake. So the ambulance took off. I drove by my aunt's, who was right around the corner because I couldn't get anyone on the phone initially to let them know what happened. By the time I got there, my sister had already contacted them. Um, So I took off to the hospital. I get there. Now, you know, we're, we're right smack in the middle of COVID. So it's an ordeal just to get into the hospital, to get into a waiting room so I can find out what status of my mother is I I never forget that doctor coming in and I don't and I'm not saying this because I'm I'm knocking the doctor I'm trying to or saying he did anything wrong or anything but I will say it was the most stoic disposition I've ever seen someone deliver this type of news to someone. And I I wasn't not I was not angry. I wasn't pissed. I wasn't sad at the way he was speaking to me. I was more in shock of it. So I had two things I was dealing with. I was dealing with hearing that my mom had passed. And I'm thinking at the same time, this guy is really casual about this. I know he's a doctor, maybe he works in the ER, maybe this is something that he sees a lot of, you know, detachment, I get it, it's nothing personal towards me or my family. But in that moment, everything, every emotion, every feeling, every thought is going through my head, and it's just trying to fire on all cylinders, but everything is just, I feel like my mind is is cracking in in pieces, but at the same time, I know I've got to hold it together. I'm the only sibling in town. All the rest of them live away. I've got to hold it together. I've got children that I I now need to tell that their grandmother is gone, their nanny is gone. My kids were super close to my mom. And that was a tough one. I called my ex-wife. I told her what had happened. And I said, hey, our son is at home. I need you to go by there. And I need you to check in with him and let him know what happened. So she handled that for me. I just couldn't get on the phone and tell my son. What had happened. Not while he was home alone. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. If you just understood the connection that him and my mom had, that was his nanny. There were times when he was small, he called her mama. He would do anything for her. Just like she'd do anything for him. Even if it meant slapping me upside the head because I was mistreating her grandson, I was stressing him out. His nerves are bad. <laughs> oh. My oldest daughter came into town that night and hadn't seen her in a while, and it sucked to have to see her in this moment. She already had a lot on her plate, coming in herself. It, it's such a surreal moment that, in that, general when people talk about that and they say surreal moments, that's what they truly mean, a moment. But for me, this surreal lasted over hours. Hours and Nothing seemed real to me. The only thing that seemed real to me was that my mom was laying there while everyone was coming into town to try to see her. I'm in that room with her and it just that was the only thing to me that seemed real. Them showing up, everything else going, nothing seemed real. It just seemed like things happening around me. I don't know how to describe my feelings. It's over a year now and I'm still processing. I'm still trying to understand my own feelings. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it all. You would think a year later, you would have your mind at least wrapped around the idea that she's gone. And to some extent I do, but it still just doesn't seem real like my whole life my mom has been here and now that's gone it it, it's like it's a bad dream but at the same time I know it's not a dream it's So many different feelings. I lash out at myself. Trying to make myself, trying to force myself to understand and make force myself into a place that allows me to continue going forward. I'm going forward, but where am I going? Because I'm still trying to figure out everything. I don't even know if that makes any sense, but it does to me because... I know the feelings. The feelings are there. The feelings are real. They may not sound like they make any sense when they're coming out, but damn it, that's how it makes me feel. There's so many different family dynamics around all this that that piss me off too. It pisses me off that I have siblings who have issues, valid or invalid, with our parents that pushed them away to where they weren't around, they weren't here, and feeling like it was just that all that pressure was just on me, and then then all of a sudden that pressure is gone. I'm I'm angry. I'm. I'm so angry. I'm angry at them. And I try to check my anger to try to understand. I'm a person of clarity, a person of communication. I need to understand things for me to process and move forward. It, does, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna agree I'm not going to, it doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to agree with your position or your reasoning or anything like that. It just means that I understand where you're coming from. I understand this is where you are, the place you are, you are in. And this is the reason why it made you an impact you and made you act out this way. Okay. Now I can go forward with that. Does not mean I have to agree with it or like it? It just means I understand it. I feel like I got none of that. I feel like I never get any of that. I feel like I'm just left to just think and process and figure shit out out. And I just, I'm, I'm tired of it. But at the same time, I love my family. I love my brothers and sisters. And I'm just so angry at the manner in which they handled her death and it just, it just hurts and I just don't know what to say to them. I just don't know what to do. And I'm tired of feeling like I don't know what to do. This shit sucks. It really does. I don't know what their issues are. I don't know what their problems are. I know that I have my own and I know that how I have handled them. I know that you can't dictate to other people and how they grieve or how they handle their own problems or the shit they got going with other people. But damn it, you know what? Sometimes there are things that are bigger in life than your own shit. And sometimes you just got to step up. Step the fuck up. If not for that person, for someone who's 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 right there, right who's right in the middle of it, who could use that support? What about me? What a, just what about me? I have felt After she passed, and the ensuing things after that, and the way things transpired, I never felt so alone in my life. To this day, I feel alone, and I'm in a relationship, and this has nothing to do with her. She is amazing I have a son I have daughters but in this world I feel alone and after my mom died that feeling hit me like a ton of bricks and to this day I still feel it I don't know what I'm supposed to do to shake those feelings, to get through those. I am at a loss. It has taken me over a year to even get on here and talk about this. I started this podcast toward the end of last year. A lot of it was to try to help me in my mental health, to get out things that I I wanted to talk about. Not always things about me, but sometimes just things that I, I'm interested in, things that make an impact on me. Help. It, it was going to be more for me anyway. It was going to help me to understand who am I going forward in life. And you'd have thought this would have been one of those conversations I could have had then, but I couldn't. Because I really didn't understand what to say. And now I'm here and I feel like it's, it's been, it's been anger. It's been what I feel like is expected of me and how I should be and what I'm supposed to be doing this sense of responsibility that I feel like I'm supposed to have and this sense of, I can't be weak. I can't show weakness here. I don't know. I just know that now I'm, I'm I'm recognizing and seeing part of it and part of it is the anger the sadness the loneliness. I don't know I don't really know what to say else you know, about it. I feel like and I want this to be part of a series of conversations. I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days on how to start this, how to what what to present to you right now. And I finally woke up yesterday and was like, I know how I want to do this. I know how I, w- how I want to express it. And that means just to express it. And this is just the surface of it, I feel like, because I can still feel myself holding back my words. I don't know if it's because I'm still, I'm scared of what? what I'm going to say or how I'm going to say it or I don't know if I'm going to have the words so yeah my mom died and it was one of the worst days of my life and a year later I am still dealing with it and I'm still trying to figure it out. I just know that I got to start talking about it. And I say, well, hell. no better time than now or the place. Well, till next time, guys, we'll talk about it again. Have a good one.